Because I Was a Bad Wife, a raw and compelling podcast which examines the life of one woman as she juggles her career with the demands of motherhood while seeking a beautiful life of her own. I'll share the truth of a broken relationship and how I've overcome heartbreak. I'm encouraging you to embrace every part of womanhood so you can find your very own beautiful chaos. Today, we're going to be talking about mind over matter and we're going to be talking about mind fitness. Now, before we can get any type of body fitness or body health, we need to actually start with our mindset. And I think this was the biggest challenge for me personally was getting my mind wrapped around the fact that I can, I deserve, I could rather than I should or I would. And these parts here are essential in building that mindset to overcome the fears, to overcome the expectations of others, to overcome any type of challenges that you have in the back of your mind every single morning that you wake up. I think the first part we need to look at is waking up with a sense of purpose. So before you go to bed in the evening, a plan for your next day is essential. So creating a daily mindset and creating a daily goal for yourself is essential in moving through to your next day. So before I go to bed every single night and I ask all my clients to do the same thing is to write down their grateful list, 10 things that they were grateful for the day before. And just write it on your phone notes. It's super easy. Just click it in and then obviously turn your phone off before you go to bed. And I think this type of list sets you up for your next day because when you wake up in the morning, you are already ready to go forward because you've set your list the night before. So what were you grateful for that day before? Now, these these things can be so basic. Like I'm talking about, um, you know, you got a great smile from the, the, the person at the cash register at Woolies, you know. Um, you bit into the most delicious apple. Your kids didn't have a tantrum that morning because they couldn't find one shoe or they left some something at school or you're losing your mind over a hat in the bottom of the car or, or a squashed popper that you found in the bottom of a school bag. So I'm talking about the fact that, you know, you, one of your kids that day might have come home and told you something that they were really proud of in themselves or that you, or that you didn't have a squashed apple in the bottom of the bag because that can be really annoying. So these are the types of things, really basic things that have changed your day that you're grateful for. And then you might have a whole list of huge things that you were grateful for. You might have received a good phone call. You might have received some positive um, acknowledgement or reinforcement from, you know, your work superior, or you might have received a great email of, you know, an invitation to a party. So these are the types of things I'm talking about, 10 grateful things before you go to bed. And then this will set you up the next day because when you wake up, it's it's this habit that you've created for yourself to be able to 
wake up with those good things already in your mind. So you're already grateful for the day before. So you now you've woken up, it is sunrise, and you're about to find out what is going to happen. It's almost like unwrapping a surprise every single morning. And that's what you need to think of your day as. It's a surprise every day what's going to happen. And being in that present moment when you can be where you are right now and you're not looking back in that rearview mirror of the adversity of the past. You've ripped that off. You're only looking through the windscreen, this beautiful clear windscreen that has everything in front of you. And you're able to then set those goals for that day. Okay, so we're into our day now. And on a piece of paper every single morning or on a planner, you need to write down your goals for that day, what you need to achieve and tick them off as you go. These keep you focused on what you need to do for the rest of the day. It is essential that you plan your goals daily as it is for weekly, as it is for monthly. Now, I'm not even talking about just simple goals like that. I'm talking about also setting up what you're making for dinner that night. Creating these really simple habits of for time management uh, for to give you also space in your brain to be within to be present during that day so if you set down those goals you are able to then tick them off as you go and you're not flustering around you're able to be present with the kids in the morning while you're making breakfast and you can hear what they're saying to you you can easily plan forward and you go forward in you know a more positive and present manner all parts of mindset are set around being in the present because otherwise it's just simply wasted energy if you're looking at the past or too far into the future. I get many emails and messages of excitement about people who have bought Fit Mama and they're super excited to start, but they just can't. And they're, I really want to start it. And they'll write their messages in, Belinda, I really want to start it, but I don't really know how to. And it's something that's holding them back, whether it be that they don't believe that they can or they don't believe they're not worthy. Many of us come with an attachment to self-doubt. We doubt ourselves on many occasions, whether it be that, you know, we're going to burn that toast today. You know, some people wake up with a with that negativity in their mind already. They've already set themselves up with a whole list of excuses of what is going to happen to them that is going to today, what is going to happen to them today that's going to cause them to stop, that's going to cause them to fail. That fear of failure that we have in our head, what if, what if I fail though? We all fail but it doesn't matter. It's how you pick yourself up after the failure. Who cares if you burnt the toast and it's put in another piece of toast? But we tend to think that, you know, that's going to hold us back or we, we need to reflect on that over and over again. And it is that depending on how we wake up in the morning depends on our level of self-doubt. We may have had a terrible sleep the night before. We may not have completed our gratitude list or our thankful list. And so we, we wake up, you know, with a pile of self-doubt or something might have triggered that self-doubt. And even for myself personally, I have to be honest, I was extremely doubtful of myself in even starting this podcast. 
did I, and, and some of the things that came up in my head were, did I deserve it? Do you think anybody cares? Um, and even so much as um, overconfidence, you know, and I think that's a big trigger for many of us as women, as if you are seen to show strength or sh- seen to show confidence, Um, And that tall poppy syndrome will bring you down. You know, you're told that you can't do that. And many of our doubts come from our childhood and come with us and we, we drag it along with us. And we need to heal through that by accepting ourselves for who we are. And for many of us, it does come with growth and it does come with understanding of self but we also must be able to tell ourselves that when we do achieve at something that we are entirely able to be proud of yourself you should be able to look in the mirror and say you know what I did that I did that what's wrong with that why can't we say that to ourselves without feeling like you shouldn't as part of mindset It is a lot to do with goal setting. It is a lot to do with setting absolutely sometimes crazy goals, things that people would think that or, you know, possibly have an idea that you are crazy thinking that. I know my mum sometimes when I I tell my mum some of the things that I'm going to do, she shakes her head, you know, because she is. She's a 65-year-old woman and, and, and she has achieved things for herself but her her achievements come with family. And I believe, and in this world that we live in right now, this very modern world, it's more, it is about more than just family now. Our self-doubt always begins with our self-value. So when you are able to look at your self-value and say, I am worthy and I have the value in myself. I have the value in my mindset. I have the value in my intelligence. I have the value in my drive, in my energy. I have the value in working hard. If you know that you have that within you, then you are able to overcome those self-doubt factors, which is fear and excuses. One of the best ways to start achieving those goals is setting your goals in, firstly, daily goals. Then you set a task for weekly goals and then monthly goals. You don't need to go any further than that. For many of us, we tend to think, oh, you know, I'm going to set a goal of in two years' time, I'm going to be this. It's too far ahead because there's going to be many factors that change in amongst it. But if we set our daily goals, which are our daily habits of how we're going to complete these must-do tasks and then complete the things that you need for yourself amongst it, then you can work out towards your end goal of your weekly goal and then get to your monthly goal. By doing this, you are changing what you feel about yourself. You're improving your self-worth. You're adding value to your skills by working hard towards those goals. And the greatest part is, is when you tick off the things that you did achieve, think that as a value. Like if you could put a dollar value on every single goal that you achieved per day, and by the end of the week, you added up that value, that is how much value you have in yourself. 
And then the same for that by the end of the month. Could you imagine if you added up the value of every single goal that you achieved? Try it. I beg you to try it. I know when I first started setting these goals on a daily basis, I did this. I put the value in it. You know, you could put it at an astronomical rate. You can say that every single goal that you do that day is worth a hundred bucks. And then imagine how much you are worth. That is your personal worth by the end of that month. Because you are, you are worth it. You have done enough. You have achieved the things that you have set out to do. So you should be proud of yourself. Let's talk about self-doubt. We all have it. It drives us nuts. It sits in the back of your head. It stops you from doing things every single day. Sometimes in the moment you go back and you reflect on, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. It might be something that you said to somebody and then you review it and review it and review it and it just goes around in your head over and over again. And we all do it. But what we need to do is we need to stop it. As soon as that doubt comes into your head, you need to actually say to yourself, stop, this is not serving me right now. This reviewing it over again is not going to make it any better. It's not going to make it go away. It's just going to stay there and you're going to live it again and again and again. Like, isn't that the definition of insanity? Not to say that, it, you know, I think that we all have a certain amount of insanity in us and, and especially when we're in that mindset. So much so that that review of our past or our self-doubt makes us feel so negative. It's toxifying to ourselves. It makes us sick in the stomach. We, it makes us stutter. It makes us feel worthless in many ways. So how do we stop it? You can. You have to stop it by saying to yourself, I'm not going to, this is not serving me in any way. And it's not, it's not making your life better and you're in control of it. You are in control of all those mindset factors that you review daily. And the only way you stop it is by stopping what you're doing right now and look at what you are, what is in front of you right now. So for example, you're in, you're making breakfast in the morning with the kids and you're thinking about your ex and you're thinking to yourself, I can't believe uh, 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 whatever it was that happened. You need to stop yourself right there and you need to look in front of you at what you have right now. So you might have your children sitting in front of you. You might have made the most delicious salad that you can't wait to eat at work today, whatever it is, but you need to be in the present. Now, I know sometimes we're like, oh, in the present. And, and it, it is sometimes hard to go back to, but you need to put yourself in that neutral, happy zone for you. And for your kids, they're looking at you. They know when you've got, when you have reverted back to that rear view mirror of self-doubt, they can feel it in you. You create an energy within the space. So you need to be able to take control of that because you're in control and stop it. For many of us, we live in this fast paced world at the moment, which is, it's almost breathtaking. Like you can't breathe some days because you are so far forward and you are so far, so far removed from the actuals of where you sit right now, because 
for some of us, we're so heavily goal orientated, but long, long term goals. You know, we're setting ourselves up. I'm going to go to Europe in two years' time, and I'm going to go and do this, and I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to buy this expensive car, but we're not looking at where we sit. So, in order to bring ourselves back in this fast paced world, we need to be where we are right now and, and organize our brains so we can set those smaller tasks, so we can achieve those smaller goals, so we aren't breathless. We don't need to be in that heavily overstimulated way because it's not serving us either. So when talking about some mindset strategies and ways in which to shape your, I suppose, your new habits. So I like to think of things in 10 lots. So for example, we have a something that comes into our head, whether it be a self-doubt, I allow only 10 thoughts of it or 10 minutes to think about it and 10 minutes, 10 minutes to get rid of it pretty much. So you've got 10 minutes here to have it in your head and 10 minutes to get it out of your head. And it takes 10 minutes because we then review it and review it again. But if you are aware of that 10 minutes, you only have that amount of time and then you are not allowed to think about it ever again. It's a really great way to set yourself a time limit on it. Because anything takes 10, okay? So it's 10 minutes of that mindset change in the day. It is 10 hours to reboot your body after eating the wrong amount of foods. It takes 10 days in order to recreate an entire new habit in your body. It takes 10 weeks to see complete body changes. So if you rule your day by your tens, tens and tens, you will start to see changes very quickly. And these are my really big mind fitness strategies that will help you recreate your habits. So you've only got 10 minutes to think about something and 10 minutes to get rid of it out of your head. You only have 10 hours in which if you've made a choice of food, it's going to stay within your body for 10 hours. So was it a valuable choice? Was it a valuable thing to do? 10 weeks, no, 10 days you have, I'm sorry, 10 days you have for that food or that body change to happen, to get that habit, to create that new habit or to get rid of an old habit. So for example, maybe you've started, you know, it's been the Christmas season, it's been awesome and you've started on gin and tonics. Woo! So you've done that for 10 days, 10 days straight. Guess what? You've got 10 days on the other side to get it out of your body. And you've got 10 weeks for it to be seen within your body changes. So always have that in the back of your head, 10. So as I said, it takes 10 weeks to see a change in your body. So for example, you might start a new fitness routine or you might start um, a, a new food lifestyle and it will take 10 weeks for you to see the changes. You can feel the changes. You can feel the changes within 10 days. You will feel your body function better. You will feel your energy lift. But for many, we're such a visual world now. We, we don't feel our bodies as much as we should. But in the mirror, I promise you within 10 weeks, you will see the visual evidence of your hard work. But you have to stick with it for 10 weeks. 
when we look at the 10-10-10 strategy, for many that, you know, that seems all encumbersome and it's just so huge and it's so heavy weighted. I don't think I can do it for 10 weeks. You know, I can't commit for 10 weeks. You can, you just need to break it down. So you're going to do it for 10 minutes. Like I said, you're going to start your activity. You're going to eat really well or drink a lot, you know, drink water for 10 minutes. Then you're going to do it for, I'm going to stay on track for 10 hours. I'm going to commit to myself 10 hours. I'm going to do this. All right. Then the next one, I'm going to do it for 10 days. Now, obviously you're going to revert back for some people because, you know, you know, we have, we have a commitment level that depends on where we're at in our mindset at the time. But just remember, if you start from, if you start your 10 days and then you get halfway through and you get to five days and you're like, oh no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Say to yourself, just for 10 more minutes, I'm going to commit to this. No, actually no, for 10 more hours. I think I can commit to this for 10 more hours. And then it's breaking it back down again so you are able to complete it because if you do change it at that five-day mark or you get to seven days, and I oh, let me tell you right now, I get the so many emails at seven-day mark, I don't think I can make it to 10 days. And I'm like, you can make it to 10 days. And I will obviously help people come step by step to get through that 10 days. I will do anything to help you get to the 10 days because you actually see the change and you feel the change within yourself. But if you do break it down at seven days, you have to start again. Seriously, you do not want to go back to day one. So then break it down at that seven day mark and start with the 10 minutes and start with the 10 hours. And I guarantee you'll get it there to the 10 days. And the same with when you get to the 10 week challenge part of it, you can also then break it back down again. Okay, well, I'll just do it for another 10 days and see how I feel. Because let me tell you, every morning that you wake up, you are rewarded. Like you will see the slightest little bits of change within your body. You'll wake up and you'll feel, wow, I just feel really sort of feel light or I feel lean or I feel like my skin is great or I feel like my eyes are my eyes are just you know popping today or I feel like um I have such clarity about my mindset or I have I'm able to articulate my message across today I feel like I can go and do more with my kids today I feel like I'm just a better person And I think they're the tiny changes that you see first, but we don't tend to put value on that, but we need to make sure that we do go back to that, putting the value, like putting a monetary value on those goals that you did achieve in those 10, 10, 10, 10s. Because I Was a Bad Wife, a podcast by Belinda Norton.